0: Hey, Krishna. Welcome to Sankirtan On. I'm your host, Monisha. Today we have a very special guest with us, His Grace Vaishishita Prabhu. Thank you so much for being here with us, Marge.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be on this podcast, Monisha. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Maharaj. The central theme around this episode is the Padra campaign. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. So, Marge, we've heard in recent years that the Padre campaign and event is becoming a more prominent subject matter. So, we can begin with the basic question, which is, "What is the Padre campaign?"
1: Padre pa- campaign really is another excuse to increase our devotional service and. It, but it's a really good one because for years we've had the Gita Jayanti, which is a point in time which is always helpful for humans who are very busy in which to distribute Bhagavad Gitas. And leading up to Gita Jayanti, we always noticed that everyone had this forced efficiency because it was a particular date, you could push for it. And it made a lot of sense that. This would be a time when we give full attention to the Bhagavad Gita. And as we looked into ways to increase the distribution of Srimad Bhagavatam, one day I noticed that there was this specific time during the calendar year that's mentioned in the Srimad Bhagavatam itself in a shloka that says that anyone who honors Bhadrapurnima by giving a set of Srimad Bhagavatams to somebody on that day, gets the return gift of reaching the supreme destination. I couldn't believe my eyes. I looked at it again and again and I thought, this is the Gita Jayanti for, for Srimad Bhagavatams. And on January 1st, around 2017, I brought it up to our Sankirtan leaders, here at ISV and they couldn't believe their eyes either. And so we decided let's do this and it just rolled out from that point.
0: That's amazing, especially knowing that you can receive so much benefits just by giving the Srimad Bhagavatam on a particular day. Um, And even just hearing about the campaign, we've noticed a lot that every year there's been a set number of um, books that have been distributed as. especially Srimad them sets. And in 2018, we had 7,007. And then in um, 2019, we had 6,543. And just in 2020, we had 24,195 books distributed, which is amazing to see the, not just numerical growth, but also just to know that just in the span of a couple years, we've done so much, so why does having number goals matter, why do we try to strive to get more and more each year?
1: Well, let's take it from a point of view of doing basic bhakti sadhana. Just this morning I was listening to a talk, a morning walk actually, and Srila Prabhupada was speaking to some of his disciples who asked him like, who made up the number of 16 rounds. And in the discussion, it was revealed that Prabhupada had first suggested 64 rounds and everyone uh, was unable to do it at that time. And then he said 32 rounds couldn't do it. So he said 16. And so Prabhupada explained it like this. He said that's called Sankhya Purvaka, uh, that you fix up a number. And when you fix up a number, then you have something that you can aspire to and you can grow. And Prabhupada in his style of management mentions, mentioned to Karundar Prabhu, one of his early GBC, very talented young man, that's in stimulating a, a community. One must always have a, a fresh goal to aspire for something that people can rise up and meet and feel like they're working together. And so counting the number of books that we distribute makes a lot of sense, just like it makes sense when you chant Joppa to pull down counterbeats and say, how many did I do? As far as uh, book distribution goes, it's it's very countable because we have a certain number of units that come in and then we know how many went out by taking inventory afterwards. So it lends to that. And of course, we want to increase. What gets measured gets increased. If you don't have something that's measurable, you really don't know if you're increasing or not. So ultimately, Prabhupada wanted book distribution to incrementally increase unlimitedly. And so that's, that's our job.
0: I find it interesting that you use the word unlimitedly when you were describing that how how Srila Prabhupada wanted us to distribute books because I was just about to ask you, there's only so high like as high we can go. So where is like that high so we can go? But it makes sense that it can be distributed unlimitedly. And um that being that does kind of bring me to my next question, which is how high do you want us to go?
1: Well, it's not as much the number as the way that we develop capacity. As we're aspiring for bigger numbers, we have to become more individually and collectively. And it's therefore what it makes of us to aspire for the goal. When you have a goal and you're working towards it, you develop more capacity and you get better yourself. So Prabhupada mentions in his purposes for ISKCON, seven purposes. The seventh purpose is to to print periodicals, booklets, and books, and distribute them. And he said, by doing that, we would achieve the aforementioned, that means the first six purposes of ISKCON. There's this uncanny way in which book distribution is the tip of the spear for our movement. and Of course, it's a holistic movement. All of the purposes are equally important, but one of them is at the tip because it helps us to achieve the aforementioned. So as we aspire for higher numbers of books to be distributed, we also have to increase our infrastructure because more people are going to come in. As soon as we go out to distribute books, people read them and they say, well, how can I do this? And then we have to, we have to accommodate them. So we have, we have to get better in that way. And that's the main reason we want to increase besides the, the very basic principle that Prabhupada gave us, which was that we should go on increasing. In fact, he writes this in the Adi Leela of the Chaitanya Chitamrita that the only business of the members of the Christian consciousness movement is to go on increasing the preaching of Christian consciousness unlimitedly. So I'll just end by that uh, answer by saying birds fly in the sky as high as they're able, but the sky, as you've pointed out, is unlimited. And therefore, there's no particular number that we want to come to, but I would like to do more than, let's say, the Gideon's people who distribute hundreds of millions of Bibles every year I think we should do more than that I think we can look at other organizations and we should um, we should do have more enthusiasm to distribute the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam why should we be left behind in the scope of distribution of of, uh, spiritual literature in the world
0: It's amazing, I really liked how you talked about enthusiasm and teamwork and how we cannot get to our goal without all collectively working together because it takes each and every one of us in our communities to get to um, a higher goal. Um, And so in this mood, what does the Srimad Bhagavatam teach us and how can we distribute that with that collaborative mindset?
1: What a nice question. First of all, it's important for a community to be Bhagavatam-centric. Prabhupada set up the movement that way, that every morning there would be Srimad Bhagavatam class. It's the book he brought with him. On an individual level and a community level, as we're all hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam, we untangle ourselves from the material world this is mentioned in the Bhagavatam itself we gradually rise to Shuddha Sattva by hearing the Shrimad Bhagavatam and in a very practical way Bhagavatam takes us through all these psychological entanglements of the conditioned soul and shows us a way out so we get liberated by hearing the Shrimad Bhagavatam. More than that, however, we develop an attraction for Krishna by hearing the Bhagavatam. That's not available in the same way anywhere else, except for in the Shrimad Bhagavatam. So we get that on an individual level. And then uh, the benefit, is that what you asked me? What's the benefit for overall benefit? I'm, I, I want to make sure I'm answering the right question.
0: Um, it was along the lines of that, but it was more... As a like with a collaborative mindset for a team to go out and distribute.
1: Yeah, I, I love teamwork. I really do. I, I, there's a there's a way in which uh, when devotees work together for the greatest cause and they they feel invested in it, then the differences that we have or the varieties, as As Prabhupada you say, they're not differences; they're varieties of personality, culture, um, different ways of doing things. We can do this dance where we all come together like an orchestra, many different instruments, but they all can collaborate and bring out something beautiful. And the cause of, of distributing Srimad Bhagavatam is unassailable. Everybody in ISKCON will agree. Prabhupada brought the Bhagavatam. He uh, emphasized it. It's emphasized by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Unassailable service to distribute and hear Srimad Bhagavatam so we can all get behind it. And when we do work as a team, emphasizing more what we uh, what the team result is rather than the individual result, then we can uh, feel this sense of unity. It, it's a really uh, it's a principle that helps communities, what to speak of our global community of devotees, come together in a one-minded uh, effort to help the world and to help ourselves.
0: Yes. And Raj with that like how um why is here at ISV we see that ever, and across many other centers around the world, every weekend and every every time there's devotees going out and distributing the Srimad Pad with them throughout the year. But why is there a special emphasis during this time of year as we're approaching the Padra Puranima?
1: Well, going back to your first question, and that is because Badra Purnima gave us the perfect excuse to have forced efficiency. You always have to have a date where you say that's when you have to hand your paper in. If you're in school, which you are, and they say, you know, hand it in whenever you want. (laughs) You may may put it off because you're doing so many other things. And in ISKCON, we're doing so many things. So if we don't have a point in time when we say, this is when we turn in our scores. This is when we all come together. Then we'll just put it off forever, the distributive Srim, distribution of Srimad Bhagavatam. It's, it's really Krishna's mercy that he brought Bajra, Bajra Purnima to all of our, to our collective attention so that we could have that sense that, no, we have to do this now. This is the time. And it's become... Integrated into ISKCON. And that, it's a thing now. It's really a thing. Everybody everywhere at the GBC all agrees, all the temple presidents, all the places around the world. Some people are are more into it than others, but everyone agrees it's a good idea. So, best excuse we ever had, it's in the Bhagavatam. I
0: agree. <laughs> Uh, earlier Raj you talked about this like this benefit that we get um where you that you found in the Srimad Bhagavatam where it's mentioned if on the full day a full moon day of the month of one places Srimad Bhagavatam on a golden throne and gives it as a gift he will attain the supreme transcendental destination so this is obviously an amazing thing for a lot of us and um but Also, we sometimes want to see tangible results. And while this is an amazing result, is there any other benefits that are more like tangible and we can see in ourselves?
1: Sure. When anyone decides to join this campaign and then makes a declaration, and this is a very nerve-wracking thing to do, Uh, because once we make that declaration, we really have to live up to it. And we like to say that your pledge is your wedge. When you make a pledge and you say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to distribute a certain number of Srimad Bhagavatams, which should be something more than zero and not less than one. And as soon as you say, at least I'm going to distribute one Bhagavatam set, then you really have to think about it. And the benefit of that is that now you get in touch with the super soul because you, you get an anxiety like, how am I going to do this? And then you have to pray and say, I'm an instrument and the only way I can do this is if I get help. That's the perfect situation to be in. It's called a kinshana. That I don't have any power. Krishna, I don't know how to distribute Srimad Bhagavatam. please show me how to do this. So that's the first benefit to every individual I've ever seen who made a pledge. There's a surge of spiritual energy that comes into his or her mental system, into her, his or her heart, and into the communities that make a collective pledge, same energy. And that's what we come into the Krishna consciousness movement for. We don't want some boring ritual going on we want spontaneous raga Nuga bhakti where we're going to, like we're going to do something for krishna like now how are we going to do it <laughs> and, and then we have to get in touch with our higher power which is krishna and say krishna i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what people are going to say i don't know how to distribute shrimad bhakti. can you please show me And when Krishna shows us how to do it and we reach our goal, we say, I'll do one set of Bhagavatams and then we figure out how to do it. It's a time of celebration. Everyone feels that, wow, I didn't do this. Krishna did it. And then we start thinking Krishna's doing everything. So this is the great benefit to the individual and to our whole Krishna consciousness movement is this revelation of how making a vow to distribute at least one set of Srimad-Bhagavatams for Bhadrapurnima puts us directly in touch with our eternal uh, servitude to Krishna.
0: It really brings up the idea of just being an instrument in service and not worrying about the results, but rather just doing the best on our end and leaving the rest to Krishna, which answered a lot of the next question, which was, how can we participate in this marathon? Um, Is there anyone we can reach out to um, or a local temple? What is exactly the process?
1: Yes. Well, there's a support system for this. And through the, the BBT... We can uh, give the exact URL and the, the emails, how to get in touch. I don't have them at the top of my head right now, but you can add that on onto the podcast. But we have a marketing department from the Bhaktivedanta Book Trust, and there are people working 24 hours a day uh, in different time zones on making uh, materials available so that anyone who wants to be part of this uh, can take advantage of what, of what are all the best practices. There are training videos. There are people who can talk to your community, give a seminar, come and train you how to distribute Shumad Bhagavatam. There's unlimited help.
0: Thank you. And I think that a URL is padracampaign.com, which our listeners can check in on. And um, there, I think there would be more information on how to get in contact.
1: Can you Uh, say that one more time?
0: Yes, it is padracampaign.com.
1: Okay, that's simple. Very good.
0: Um, which And another question that I wanted to t- touch upon is, for people that may not have read the entire Bhagavatam, um, is it okay to distribute the Bhagavatam even though they may not have read all of it?
1: Sure. Actually, there's a basic uh, phenomena that I've noticed, and that is those who distribute any of Srila Prabhupada's books develop a deeper desire to read them. In fact, I've seen people who haven't read read them much at all start to distribute them and then start reading groups to see what they're actually distributing. Because it's compelling. When you see other people get interested in them, then you think, well, maybe I should be more interested in it also. What's more, people might ask you questions like, well, what is it? Why should I read it? And as Prabhupada said, we should have good answers having read the books ourselves. So... Yes, it's uh, it's actually um, important to to read the books and then to to make them available to other people. It should it's it's a nice uh, it's a balanced activity. Is this answering your question, or is maybe you can redirect me because I kind of got a little off on another track?
0: It's definitely answering my, the question um, because I think it reassures uh, like devotees that. It's there's a purpose. Like although they have the inclination to distribute the books, there's when they see people taking it, like you mentioned, it also gives them that inkling to go and actually read the Srimad Pad with them and realize why it's so important.
1: Yes, actually I have just a small paradigm in that to answer that question also. In in the Vedic times we read in Prabhupada's books that the priests used to test their mantras. They would sacrifice an animal and bring it back to life through mantra. And that way they'd know the efficacy of their mantras. When we read Bhagavatam, we take it out and we present it to other people. And when we see that they come alive by reading it, and they get interested by the way we speak about it because of our realization, then we're testing our mantras also. And this juxtaposition of reading and distributing go together perfectly. And I've given this example many times, but I like it because, but not today, especially because it's a Kaddishy, but there's rice and there's dal. And both are good foods, but when you put the two together, you get a superfood because you get 42% more nutrition by the synergy of the carbohydrate and the protein. It just makes it uh an amazing food, kitchri. So, the same way, hearing is good, distributing is good. When you put the two together, it's a very solid kind of sadhana. We call it super sadhana
0: and this this brings up the idea that you always talk about marriage is reading Shlup, read Shila books and distribute them, which is like what you said, they go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, do you mind giving us a quick demo of how one can distribute a set?
1: Sure. Of course, it depends who you're talking to. But when we talk to people who are unacquainted with the Srimad Bhagavatam, it's helpful to show the books. Whenever you display the books, people get attracted because humans have a love affair with books. They have since the time immemorial. And when people see the variety of colors and shapes and It's displayed in a nice way. They want to come over and find out what it is. It calls to them. So make sure you make it visible, either online, if it's a virtual way you're distributing, uh, do that, make sure they can see it. And if you take books out, or you're going out to meet people, bring the book you want to distribute. And if it's Srimad Bhagavatam, make sure you have it with you. Go to Go to the trouble to have the book. And at least one book with you and the Srimad Bhagavatam set nearby so you can show them the whole thing if need be. And for people unacquainted with the, what the Srimad Bhagavatam is, it's helpful to tell them about how this is an encyclopedia of self-realization. And for those who are seekers, the, they're attracted to that because they they want to know all the different aspects of self-realization. And you can point out that it talks about all the different kinds of yoga, And it even goes into the science of how the universal laws work and how we can be in harmony with them and in this way you can give very general description of what the bhagavatam is and for those from the culture for instance indians who are aware of least Bhagavad Gita. So a lot of times Indians say, is this Bhagavad Gita? You say, pretty close. It's almost, it's just the more details. And some, uh, some Indians know what Bhagavatam is. And in the, in those cases, it's important to remind them that the, the Bhagavatam has been read by all the great Acharyas and appreciated by the Acharyas. There's com- commentary by Madhva, Ramanuja, they all read Bhagavatam and appreciated it. And then also, it's important to remind them that by the culture of Bhagavatam, they'll become better, and what's more, their family, especially their children, will develop the qualities and values that are espoused in the Srimad Bhagavatam. And that's very attractive to them. And especially because it's told through stories. Facts tell, but stories sell. And if you tell the stories of the Bhagavatam, remind people about Gajendra and about Dhruva Maharaj and talk about the qualities that Dhruva had and that we can develop those also by hearing this and how Gajendra was in trouble. We're all in trouble too. We have an alligator on our leg. And that means that we're stuck in material existence. Just telling a little bit about the story of Bhagavatam attracts people's attention. And again, you don't have to convince everybody, although it helps to do the best you can. There are a lot of people out there that are just ready for this, and they're like ripe fruits. So when you start to explain it, you'll see that they're ac- actually really interested. You just have to help them along, and then ask for for tell them that. Uh, You know, we're we're not after money, but when you give in return for the Bhagavatam, then you get more qualification to appreciate it. It's like you do this penance called dakshina. You have something in return for spiritual knowledge to show your appreciation to the great acharyas who have brought this down to us. And people are very open to that. And you can help them put it in their house and also do a little artique to the books, put some flowers and make it a ceremony for people.
0: It shows that the Srimad Bhagavatam, although in the form of books, is Krishna Himself. And also, um, when you talked about the point about values, um, the Srimad Bhagavatam has so many morals and lessons for children and as well as adults to learn from. And this kind of brings me to the ending of this and the last questions. Um, What is what your vision for this campaign and what are the values that you're looking to imbibe for this festival as well, Maharaj?
1: The values are that it's more important how we do things than what we do ultimately. We should try to imbibe the teachings of the Srimad Bhagavatam and and act upon them as we try to distribute them. For instance, in the Bhagavatam itself, in the fifth canto, Prabhupada mentions that one should be vimanyama. Vimanyama, Prabhupada gives an ex- a little commentary right in the word-for-word word, uh, uh, translation, and he says that one should just be able to teach Krishna consciousness to others, without becoming angry at them. So that's something that uh, that means how we do it is more important than what we do. And so uh, what we can gain from that is learning to actually live the Bhagavatam, be in the Bhagavatam and develop those principles. And the more that devotees get practiced in that and following in the footsteps of Haridas Thakur, Advaita Charya, Nityananda Prabhu, who all went door to door. When we do that ourselves and we learn how to, uh in a heartfelt way, present the Shrimad Bhagavatam to people so they get attracted to it, we hone our own spiritual skills and we also get feedback from our environment of how advanced or not we are when somebody becomes indignant and kicks us out, for instance, as even happened for Lord Chaitanya or Nityananda and we should be tolerant. Can we do that? Have we learned that lesson? So that's what's most important, and how we get spiritual blood from doing this activity. And my vision is that we are able to incrementally improve every year in the Bajra campaign, Because that is the spiritual principle. We should always be getting better. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And unless we're trying to increase in the seven purposes and following the seventh purpose is vital because it helps us to achieve the aforementioned six, then um, by doing that, by actually trying to increase that, then it, it gives our movement a common cause. There are many different controversial ideas everyone's an individual they have their own way of seeing the teachings but everyone can agree on the bhagavatam and if we have that as a uniting force and we can work every year a little harder than we did last year or work smarter than we did the last year then we improve the movement improves and We come together under a common cause that's like the glue that holds us together. So I propose we make that Bhagavatam distribution in reading, the glue that holds us all together despite the various cultural differences, ideological differences, and so forth. And let us thrive by doing exactly what Srila Prabhupada did. He came across on the Jala Dutta, and you can imagine like a a picture of Prabhupada standing at the bow of the of the Jaladutta holding a Srimad Bhagavatam up into the air and with great valor coming into New York City, uh, you know, holding the Bhagavatam as the main means of conquest. That's what we say. Narayanam Naras Narottamam Devim Saraswati. It's a very means of conquest. So we, we can we can take full shelter of Bhagavatam and we can put our hearts and souls into working together to distribute it. What do you think?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was such a perfect note to end on. However, I do have one last question which um, relates to this idea that she, where you were talking about Srila Prabhupada on the Jaladita. Um, his spiritual master had told him to go and distribute, go to the West and distribute books. And um, he was, he's always, Srila Prabhupada himself has always said, if you get money, to print books. And so, what is the mood that we should try to um, have when we are trying to follow and serve in this campaign?
1: We can remember that Prabhupada gave this request that, please help me. He wanted to do this more than anything, to please his spiritual master. And then he gave us all service by saying, please help me. So anyone who wants to have this very strong connection with Prabhupada and the discipline succession can say, I'll help. You may not know what you're doing, getting yourself into, but if you have the heart to say, I'm going to help, even if you don't know what you're doing, go for it anyway. And if you do that, then what happens is you get this unique, very intimate connection with Prabhupada and it's eternal and it's the most beneficial thing that you could ever do.
0: Thank you for younger generations and for those present right now. It's such a beautiful thing to remember and keep in mind when we're serving, not just in distributing books, but just in any aspect of our lives. Um, Thank you, Marge, for your time. And is there anything else that you'd like to add on or speak about?
1: Yes. You mentioned that newer generations, you represent the the next generation, a young generation coming up. This is all now coming to you because you have a whole life ahead of you and the wherewithal, the training to do this. So I'm handing the baton to you now. Thank you for doing this interview and for taking a leadership role in helping to expand book distribution through the BBT. And I pray uh, for the whole generation of young people to become inspired to take the mantle, take up the process of uh, book distribution and of intensely hearing the Bhagavatam and carry it on within that generation for the good of the world and for the good of everyone who participates.
0: Thank you so much, thank you.
1: Thank you, Hare Krishna.
0: Thank you again for listening to Sankirtan on. Please feel free to subscribe and share with your friends for regular updates and inspirational stories on how by giving we grow. Thank you for sharing this time with us. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.